Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to another episode of Building Black Biz Podcast. My name is Helen Little. And today we have on the show. Angel Livas. She's from the Alive Podcast Network. It's Black-owned, it's female-led, and it is making noise. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Helen. I really appreciate you having me today. Thanks. Absolutely. So first, tell us a little bit about Alive Podcast Network. What's going on with this? How did it come about? Give us the skinny. All right. So the Live Podcast Network was created to be the home of Black voices where community, culture, and creatives can like thrive and coexist. Um, and so for me, I've worked in the media space for over 20 years, um, starting shows for such acclaimed uh, Emmy Award winning hosts as like Larry King and Jane Pauley. But in that, I firsthand witnessed the inequality that exists between hosts who look like them versus me. And so it was like a natural thing when I started creating more shows for black content creators. And I was seeing like, well, wait, y'all not being amplified to the same level as your white counterparts. Y'all aren't being monetized to the same level as your white counterparts. Why is this? And a lot of times it went down to ownership. There was one particular show that I was working on with a particular individual who was on a network. And um, this person literally got cut from the network they had phenomenal numbers and like when you don't own the content it goes away and so one of the listeners had actually wrote in one day and this is after the show got canceled and was like yo like I literally started listening to this show the same time I was diagnosed with anxiety and depression This show became my accountability partner. I can't afford therapy, but I showed up religiously every week so that I could get what I needed. And in that moment, I realized that a lot of times we're not, we, we shouldn't just look at the numbers. We need to look at like, how are we impacting the lives of our community? And so with that being said, like, that's why Alive was created to not just have a space for Black creatives, but to really make sure that we're able to create impact in a space for people to find content that resonates with them. What's the one thing you're most proud of about your network? Oh, good question. Um, I, I feel like there's a lot. Like, I feel like we're giving a space and a, a voice to Black creatives. And I think that's what's most important. I mean, we've won awards. We've been nominated for NAACP Image Award for one of our shows. Like, so we have like the accolades, but again, it's really not about that. It's it's about creating community and a place for Black content creators to know, hey, here's a place that we can go to be heard. But then also for listeners to know like, hey, like if this is what the content that I want to hear if this is where it lives, like this is where I need to be. And I think just from the st- statistical standpoint, 64% of black Americans are not privy to like what a podcast is, how to access it. A lot of them think that it's video and it's really not, it's really audio. 
Um, and so that educating element, like, and we also take the time to educate the community around like really what a podcast is, how do you, you know, tap into them? What are some great shows that you should be, you know, involved in things like that? It's interesting you should talk about the component of audio and video because I just had that conversation with someone and they're like, the podcast needs to have video. I said, well, no, actually it doesn't. Uh, so the beauty of podcasting is that you can take it with you and you, you know, when you're, when you're doing something else and you, you know, like not while you're driving, obviously, <laughs> well, you can, if you're listening, yeah. but you can't do that when it's video. If you're out for a walk and you're listening, you can't, you shouldn't anyway, try to focus on video. So I like hearing that you're educating um, your listeners uh, or your, your, your customers, your clients you, you know, mm -hmm. on the fact that this is something that you can take with you. It's portable, it's audio, it's audible. And mm -hmm. you, know, you absorb through your ears. And to me, you know, obviously I'm a- We're biased. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what I have been consuming that my whole life and, and even more so now, because this has become such a popular way to get information and entertainment. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when you come to work every day, what is it that you would like to have happen? Your priorities, you know, your, your daily goal with your podcast network. So for me, it's really about like, okay, I feel like most black content creators they didn't go to school for this. Like they are showing up because they feel like they have something that they want to share, right? So that's the education part of it. But sometimes they have something like very worthwhile that they're sharing with their audience that could replace their income. But because they get lost on major networks and things like that, because people may not be able to find them, it becomes a lot harder for them to monetize. And we know the traditional ad sales model it's like maybe $18 CPM for every thousand listens. On our network, like that same number of listeners is gonna give you $2,500 because we do a rev share based on subscriptions. So if somebody has joined our network because of your particular show, then it's like, oh, well, why aren't you benefiting at the same rate as the, the network? And so that's one of the things that we're very um, intentional around. So for me, like that economic security, because a lot of us, we don't, we don't always have it and we don't always know how to be guided where we own it, we can monetize it and we can really amplify our voice. So for me, getting up, going to work, that's what I live for. Like, it's, it's not about me. It's not about me just building this brand. It's about how can I impact my community by empowering them with the tools that they need to be successful. I love to hear that. I get this question a lot and I'm sure, well, I'm sure you do, <laughs> but uh, people ask me all the time and it's been very specific. How can I get my podcast on a network and they want to be on a black network mm -hmm. and my question, my answer to them is, I don't know. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you, how do people get their podcasts on your network? So for us, like I'm very intentional around it filling into one of three buckets. It either has to be informative, inspirational, or innovative. If it fits in one of those three buckets, which I don't think is that hard because you should be sharing information regardless. If you're not, then what are you doing? Um, and so for us, like you fill out a quick application, you schedule a call, we do one-on-one -on -one calls to make sure that you're a good fit. 
for me, um, I, I, I'm very uh, particular about my work. And so I want to make that. sure that <laughs> I want to make sure that it's quality, right? I want to make sure that you're dedicated to your craft. And it's not just a fad that you're just trying to do just so you can say you have a podcast, because if right. you can't be consistent, then you're doing a disservice to your audience and to the brand. And so those are some of the things that you have to look for. There are a lot of places out there and we actually have contracts with all of our hosts where everybody is going into it with a clear cut understanding. I recommend if you go on any network, I don't care where you go, just make sure you're very intentional around why you're joining that network. What is it that you're looking to get from that network? And do they have the visibility for what it is that you want for yourself and for your brand? If, if you're joining a network that's strictly about comedy and you're, you know, on spiritual, you know, journey, that's not in alignment with your audience and really what you want to do. So just be very cognizant of that um, and do your homework on these yes. networks. Like a lot of times people get a call, they're like, oh, I get to be on this network. Woo, woo, woo. And then in your agreement, you find out, oh, they have taken ownership of your show that you brought to their network. You got to be intentional, right? read the fine print, um, and just make sure it's in alignment with your brand. Do you have a podcast? Do you host one at all? I do. And it's been on hiatus. Um, and it's so funny because Princess Sarah is supposed to be coming to DC soon. And like, they, they're like, no, we want, we want to be on your show. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm coming out of this, uh, <laughs> this uh, downturn. Or where I just put it on hiatus, but I do, I host a show called The Devil is a Lie. Um, and I also okay. have one called The Woman Behind the Business, but The Devil is a Lie is like my current baby. Um, and it's all around like facing imposter syndrome and how do you keep pushing to the next level? Because the devil will intervene and interfere and will tell you all types of lies. And if you don't have that empowerment to like propel through, then you just end up like, stuck and so the show is dedicated to like helping people hear other people's journeys and their stories so that it can keep them moving forward what do you as a podcaster and a listener have to look forward to um what's in store for the future of a live podcast network so what's in store? I've, oh, we have a lot of like really amazing things that are brewing. Um, we In December, we launched our first kids show on the network oh, nice. um, where it's young Black kids who have their own podcast and we will be rolling out more shows like that. Um, we also will be educating the youth well, they'll be able to go through a program where they can learn about the podcasting and they're not just jumping out there like they do on TikTok and all those other things, but like really like learn the craft, start on your network, um, on the live uh, junior network and then grow with it. So you're able to monetize your content from a young age. So that's one of the things that I'm really, really proud of that we're, we're launching and building on. Now, um, question for you in terms of being an entrepreneur. Black female entrepreneurship is one of the fastest growing demos in the U.S. Not always an easy journey. So tell us about yours. I'm sure it's been so easy. (laughs) (laughs) So the journey for me with um, entrepreneurship 
it's been it's been a journey okay fortunately for me I grew up in it both of my parents were entrepreneurs so I've lived it I've breathed it my entire life when I first got started it wasn't because it was just an idea that I was like oh I'm about to jump out there I'm about to do this I kind of my my hand was kind of forced um, the company that I was working for while I was on maternity leave, they uh, had a, a organization rework. And so I essentially didn't have a job anymore. And so because of that, I was like, okay, I'm going to go, I'm going to find a, a good job. And at the time I was making well into six figures. Um, and it is Ryan here. And I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Companies weren't paying that for media. Like, they were like, Girl, no. We that's how much our president make. And I'm like, okay. So then it became a choice. Like, am I gonna go backwards and continue to build up another brand or am I gonna build my own? And clearly I decided to build my own. So about um eight, almost nine years ago, I started um, my first company, which was in media. And it's still around today. We do video and audio production. And so for me, it was important that I took all of the skills that I had gained from all of my past experience. Like I said, like, you know, starting shows for Larry King and Jane Pauley and, um, you know, different government contracts and things like that, that we did for DC Media Connection. It was literally like, whatever it is that you're doing, I don't care if you're a receptionist at some random, you know, venue, there's something that you're learning in that space, in that time. And so just making sure that you're always taking away um, from, that, from that experience to really, uh, to really build and go towards like your passion and delivering that. So for me, the journey, and I have two kids. Um, so, you know, being a mompreneur and, you know, two young boys, I got divorced right before COVID. So wow. it's, it's been a journey. Like that's a whole segment in and of itself. And so um, I think the main thing is just to be true to who you are. I think that when you can be honest with what your purpose is and what you're passionate about, that will continue to fuel you. That will continue to drive you. And being a mom of two boys, it's important to me that they see I don't have to be dependent on a man. Mommy can still make it happen. You're still going to have, you're not going to go without, but just teaching them along the way. There's been plenty of times where my kids come to work with me. They know what a TV set looked like. They know what a radio studio looked like. They had their first TV show when they was four years old. And oh, now wow. they're going to be on the network with their own podcast. So it's introducing them to my world. So they understand when mommy's not there, this is what's happening. And they don't feel like they're, kind of lost in the shuffle of what it is that I'm building. That's awesome, especially introducing them to them because they can determine at a young age, even if it is something down the road they don't want, they have they have the experience, they, they have the opportunity to say, this is for me or it's not for me. And I wish I had had more of that as a child as well. 
So I'm going to tell you a quick story. Like literally right before Christmas, I had went to go get my nails done. My boyfriend was at the house. He was supposed to have been watching the kids. I pull up. My two sons and their friend from down the street had set up a table, made a sign, and I had bought them like these geode rocks that when you crack them open, they're like crystals on the inside. Yes. They're selling the rocks to the people who walk by in our neighborhood. It was such a proud mommy moment. <laughs> and like, I get out of the car, I'm like, what are you guys doing? They're like, look at all the money we've gotten. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my that's God. wonderful. But yeah, but that goes to like, your your kids can be what they see. If you're yeah. instilling certain things in them, if you're showing them different things, they, they can't help but to pick it up in one way, shape or another. So it's it's very important that we're cognizant of what it is that we're displaying to our children. As a Black female, um, building a podcast network, that can sound daunting, but what resources did you turn to? Um, started. To get started, literally my own. Okay. Um, I kind of bootstrapped in the beginning. So in fairness, like a lot of the things I already knew how to do like my math, like I went to undergrad at Howard. I studied broadcast journalism. My master's is in interactive journalism, public affairs, where we had to build websites. We had, it was certain things we had to learn how to do to graduate. So a lot of the things that were required to get started, I already had the skill set. So I didn't have to have a huge amount of resources to get started. I was very fortunate. Um, my first hundred thousand dollars, my dad or my parents invested into my company. That's awesome. Um, that that was a blessing. <laughs> um, and then from there, like others followed suit. Within five months, we had been accepted into the Techstars um, Washington, D.C., J.P. Morgan program. So now we're a Techstars portfolio company. So literally, like it's it's literally it's just been a blessing. Um, the other thing was the week, the month that we launched, we had just been nominated for NAACP um award so it was like completely ordained by god like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna set you up to make sure you 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 rock this out the right way but it's up to you to carry it put in the hard work be diligent be faithful and all those things so that's what we've been doing you mentioned tech stars tell us about what tech stars is and what they do so TechStars is a program um, that is dedicated to helping entrepreneurs essentially get footing um, in the startup world. Uh, they introduce you to mentors. They provide you with opportunities and the skills to go out and get VC funding. They also invest in your company. So my second 120,000 came from TechStars. Um, so again, it's, it's a great opportunity to kind of get introduced into the VC space. And you talking to a girl who knew nothing about startup. And now I'm building a media tech company where we're building out all of our own infrastructure, our own technology to ensure the people who are on our network, they own everything. We've integrated blockchain, all types of stuff for that to take place. Um, and so you know, Techstars definitely equipped me with the skills that I needed, the resources. I had an amazing like board of mentors that, I mean, I'm still in contact with them and we just graduated the program recently. But um, Techstars is a great resource for startups uh, and to get that VC funding to get you started. That is great information to people who are listening and, and you know, maybe looking for that thing um, to help them 
-hmm. But the thing you really need more than anything is motivation. And aside from your, your kids, what motivates you and what inspires you? Because those are two totally different things. Yeah, I would say my motivation, um, it's about my people. Like it, it hurts my heart. Like when I hear how people are like literally pouring all of who they are into something, they don't get the traction, they don't get the visibility and they give up. Like you're so passionate about something, but you give up because you don't feel like it's worth it. You don't feel like there's anybody listening. And so for me, it's like, how can I be that little beacon of hope where I can empower you? Like I can educate you and I can share different things with you. And so like one of the things that we do with the network is we, um, we have like master quarterly masterminds for the hosts. So they can get like some guidance and things like that. Um, my inspiration I feel like my family. Like not just my kids, but like my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister, you know, my friends, like they inspire me because I've seen how they've had to push past obstacles. I've seen how they've had to show up even when they didn't want to show up. I can give you an example of that. Like, so my mother was diagnosed with two forms of breast cancer last year, last April. She had stage four triple negative breast cancer and stage three inflammatory breast cancer, both of which the doctors are like, this is going to be a crazy journey that you're going to be on. The chemo is going to be heavy. This is going to be intense. Her birthday is December 10th, Christmas, of course, the 25th. Her surgery for a mastectomy was scheduled for the 28th. So holidays were crazy because, you know, she's freaking out because she's about to have this mastectomy. And then afterwards, she was still supposed to have another year of intensive chemo. Top of this year, she went in for her post-op appointment and the doctors are like, there's no cancer in your body. Like you are completely cancer free. And so to push past and be in a situation where you feel like I might die, I don't know if I'm making it out of the surgery. Stage four, everybody knows what the typical outcome is from that. So every which way you're looking, it's adversity. And mm. so when you continue to push through no matter what, and then you come to a space in your life where you're like, oh my God, this is victory. This is what a miracle looks like. That's inspiration. So yes, that's, it is. that's what I'm surrounded by. I mean, I feel that. <laughs> Wow, that yeah. is amazing. So if people wanna find you either on social media or present a, a podcast plan or apply for your network, how do they connect with you? Yeah, they can visit alivepodcastnetwork.com. Um, mm -hmm. They can follow us on all the social media platforms at a live podcast app. Um, and then we also have our app that's in both iOS and Android. Girl, we was busy last year. like. If, if there's nothing else I can say, I'm, I'm very proud of what we were able to accomplish and it hasn't even been a year yet. So wow. yeah. And I'm, and I'm assuming they can find your network of podcasts on all the major platforms. Yes. So they would, it, it's only like specific shows for whatever reason, like I haven't figured out how to like go to iHeart for instance and say, hey, here are all the live podcast network shows. 
I don't know, do they yet? Maybe y'all can help me. But, um, but yeah, it's like the individual shows that show up on um, on all of the major podcast platforms. Well, that, um, you know, that's that's a start. And if there is a way to help you, I will certainly be in it because I love what you are doing. I am inspired. And, you know, it's funny. You talked about being committed to a podcast. I've had one for several years. And during the pandemic, I kind of shut it down because I always met in person. I would talk to authors about their books. Um, I love to read. I love to write. So that's what it was all about. I still do a few, but not many. Mm -hmm. um, because there's something about that in-person connection that, that I personally liked. And it became another job. <laughs> um, and the reward was just expanding my network. And that was it. Right. But, you know, hearing you talk about this inspires me. It's like, you are passionate about this. Get back up and start doing that again. Because there are a lot of people who have written some amazing works that need to be heard. They need your voice. So yeah. yes, we all need yours. So thank you. <laughs> thank you so much, Helen. This has truly been a pleasure. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.